from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. We're John List today. No John. No John Sandy. Uh, it's becoming a no theme, John. and I don't like well, it. Well, let me let me yeah. tell you. John Sandy had a little. He's he's he flared up his. Remember, he hurt his back a few months ago. Yeah, and then he tried to go back to work, and I think he re-injured himself. So now he had to go get some stuff moved up with the doctor. He was going to have uh, he was going to have his knee replaced, and I think not being able to work on his knee, I think it's putting a lot of strain on his back. That's my non-professional medical. Com- uh, um, can we? Can we? Uh, you know, the reality of that is, is that your sister's talking too loud. That's what the reality of it is, uh, Justine. What's going on over there? What do you guys have? Guys have yeah, I don't have a desk in my room, so. What happened to your desk? I'm out in the open. What happened to your What's desk? What's wrong with your desk? I don't have a desk. Well, why don't you just sit crisscross and put the laptop on your lap, and then you just you do like yoga poses. Put it on your bed. It's a full-on computer. Oh, what happened to your lappy? I don't know. I haven't used my laptop in a while. It's probably in, packed away somewhere. Wow. Uh, and uh, Patrick won't let you share a computer, huh? I, he just won't let me go in the room with him because my desk is in the same room he's in, but I can't be there because it doesn't work out. Or we share, right? What? Uh, so what's the deal? Patrick is not. So we got to get into this. Okay. For those of you that don't know, we've been doing the show since uh, the COVID outbreak. We've been doing the show remotely. We went back into the studio very briefly, and then we had another surge, so we came back to doing it remotely. Uh, We're looking at, I'm looking at, we might as well just do it uh, back in the studio again. But uh, for the last, how many weeks, Jake, would you say that we have not seen Patrick on camera? It's been so long that I just kind of lost track of time. I've just given up hope that I'm ever going to see him again. So, this statement is false, as you've all seen me on camera several months. times no, we, in the past we, few we've weeks. Seen you However, on camera, but it may not be the way you want to see me. Yeah, you, you yeah, still see my face, regardless. You don't turn the camera on, regardless. So, so for the, it's like seeing Sasquatch. Regardless. It's like you see, you so, see a glimpse of him, you're like, I don't even know if it's actually him or not. Right. You know. Uh, what's the reason Terrible. for that? What's the reason for that, Patrick? Why won't you let us see your face? I'm good. I don't. You don't need to. But what's the reasoning? There's got to be. I, I just I, I don't have to stress. I don't have to worry about what. About what? Anything. <laughs> what do you? Can, it just at this point now it just infuriates you guys, and so I'm just. No, I don't. It doesn't in infuriate me. It doesn't infuriate me. I just think it's stupid. It's the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> We're all on a Google Meet. Why wouldn't you just want to be on the camera? I don't get it. Because I choose not to. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, honey. Be present so, in the conversation. We can't have you just sitting in the back so, there not doing nothing. White privilege. I get it. Okay. Uh, that's, there's wow. your answer. There's okay. your answer. All right, I see cool. you. White privilege. Got it. Somebody had to say it. Okay. I'm the only full white member of the cast, so I don't have to be on camera. I get it. Poor yeah. Jake could do it, but he's half Mexican. Poor Jake. And of course, Justine's yeah. a woman, so she's not allowed. <laughs> so we have to, you know, poor, you know, she's not even allowed no, in your room. She's not even allowed started. in your room. Justine just nodding. Well, because, you know, I feel like I have to be the spokesman for Justine sometimes. I feel like she lives under these conditions and who's going to, you know, she's so someone's got to advocate for her. Look at her. She's just drinking it all in. She's loving every second of it. Jake she's not commenting on it. So you must be right. You Jake's know? loving it because Patrick never gets the business and Jake always mm-hmm. gets it. 
So Jake's just loving it right now. There's a baby on the podcast. Whose baby is that? That is the cutest, <laughs> that is the cutest baby I've ever seen. What is that baby's there's a, name? There's a baby on the screen. <laughs> Hello, baby. What is baby's name? Uh, Zebby or Miari. Pregnant baby is gonna go by me. <laughs> a what? pregnant lady is gonna go by Hello, me. Hello, pregnant lady. We she was on the show last week. There she goes up the stairs. Use the handrail. Use the handrail. There she goes. She's right. using the wall. Thank God. That's not the last same. Week, last week she went up the stairs with no uh, handrail. There goes a, there goes another. Uh, oh, this could, somebody carrying two babies. She said she rates it a seven. Oh, That's thanks. my cousin that loves your show. Oh, God bless her. Tell her to keep listening, and we really give it to Patrick this uh, the first start of the show. So she'll love it. Do they like Patrick? Do they get along with him? Yeah. Are they allowed to gaze upon the visage of this white god that we are not allowed to? <laughs> this this higher being that isn't that chooses just never to show his face. I mean, Patrick right. made an appearance and then he walked away because he was like, "That's enough." Yeah, yeah. He, he does. Yeah, he he doesn't want to overwhelm the public. That's what it is. That's really what it is. He doesn't want to overwhelm me. He doesn't want me to get me too excited. You know. Yeah, it's true, Jake. You do have an affinity for. I understand for the white god. I get excited when I see my friend Patrick. Okay, God. We're gonna, I'm gonna start calling that's him. So wrong. I'm gonna start calling him Quetzal, the White God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For Dia de los Muertos, it's perfect. It's all. It all fits. It's Hispanic. We just finished uh, half of uh, his Hispanic Heritage Month. We get half a month, so that was exciting. What did you do, Jake? I get. For, I have a full month. Do you? Filipino American Month. Nice. Pinoy Month. Month. Where's the month for us, man? We get, we get uh, well. We got to yeah. Where's the where's Chicano Pride Month? How about that? Can we get that? How about that? Right? No, there. I this is like a day. I don't remember. I think. What What if I don't identify as Hispanic? Where's my month? Don't identify as Hispanic Day. Yeah. What if? Yeah. Where's my Latino Day? <laughs> Latinx. Latinx. Latino. <laughs> Latino sounds like a really good cereal. Like it really might have a. List. What if I'm a Mexican? <laughs> oh, I got some of them Chicanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this bowl of Chicanos. Yeah. Si uh, se That's what it says right on the box. <laughs> uh, we lost Pat. Patrick's not talking now. You insulted him, Jake, and I'm very. I'm very. No, I scared. No, I didn't insult him. I scared him. Jake, or, uh, Patrick, are you okay? Oh, he's not talking. The oh, I muted my mic. I'm sorry. I've been talking this whole time. <laughs> you sure? Yep. What he just happened? says that. Is the guy I, just, I was getting ignored, minutes. and that's usually just my life. So See? yeah, but if you were on <laughs> camera, we could have seen your lips moving, and we could have said, "You're not talking. We can't hear you, Patrick." Would you See? look at that? There's, yeah, an, there's okay. another wonderful reason to have your it's fucking okay. camera on. He's probably naked. It's okay. He's probably naked. Definitely. I'm absolutely naked. Ah, uh, man. This is his kink, guys. Please. This is his kink. Yeah, he podcast naked. Away my kink. <laughs> we don't God kink. We don't kink shame. I don't know. It kind of feels like you're kink shaming no, right we just, now. We'll Living the dream. We'll just Living do that little dream. digital block on your on your nethers. Also your nipples. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that. Uh, Nobody wants to see the nips. Nobody wants to see your pepperoni slices. I assume you have pepperoni slices because... That's what Justine's a child. That's what Justine's into. <laughs> Jesus. I do love a nice hot pizza. So he has he has some mini pepperonis, <laughs> like the size of Thanks. like the bagel bite pepperonis. Is that what we're talking about? 
<laughs> oh my god, those are tiny. Yeah. <laughs> no, like the French, like the French bread pizza pepperonis. Oh, okay. Oh, those are good though. The Stouffer's yeah, French bread welcome. pizza. Those were pretty good. There was a there was a time probably in my sixth seventh grade when those were seriously those were all my brother in law just brought that back in my life. I'm like, whoa, yeah, they're amazing. They're really good in a small package. Yeah, they are, and you have to, but you have to put them in the oven. You can't microwave them. You have to put them in the oven. No, yeah, they don't get like they don't crisp up at all. They're just kind of like, yeah, kind of soft and mushy. You know. What was your favorite uh, uh, microwavable or frozen food back in the day? I I have to put that pretty high on the list. I have to put that pretty high on the on the list. Corn dogs. Oh, really? You can microwave a corn. I never had microwave corn dogs. Is that is that a good thing? Oh, mine's easy. What's chicken your chicken pot pie? Oh, like a Marie Callender's chicken pot mm-hmm. pie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, super white. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, pot pies. So you gotta be careful. You burn the roof of your mouth. You burn. Oh yeah, roof every time. Mouth. Yeah. You get in there. You wanted to get in that creamy goodness. Then you gotta pop it open. You gotta cut it up a little bit, and you gotta let it air out. You gotta right, let it right, right, out. right, 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 right. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a friend who will order a chicken pot pie wherever he goes. If he goes to a restaurant and they have a chicken pot pie, he will order it. He will order. Respect. Yeah. Well, just if you make it a face, the best chicken pot pie is, he'll know. I don't know a lot of places that have. That's a chicken what I pot mean. Pie. That's what I mean. When he finds a place, That's why when you go, you order it. You order I respect it. that. You know what? Yeah. You know, a place would seem like it would have a chicken pot pie, but it doesn't. Pie and burger. Because it's technically oh, a pie. Yeah. Doesn't it seem like they would serve a chicken pot pie there? Yeah, but they, they don't should. serve chicken, so that's like, true. You know, maybe not. Oh, they could do a beef pot pie. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do I'm a, thinking what, about it. What's now. your favorite pot pie? You got like a chicken, you like a turkey. Oh, it's like chicken pot pie. You go classic. Chicken. Uh, a turkey pot pie is not bad. No, no, but it makes Shepherd's. you sleepy. It does make you sleepy. What did you say, Justine? Shepherd's pie. Uh, I like a shepherd's pie. I've, I, I that is a food that came recently into my life, uh, probably in the last ten years. It's a very white people thing. It is, uh, but for, to me, white. Well, pe- when we were in Ireland, I kept ordering their Guinness. See, one. white people. See, but to me, wh- but to me, white people food is exotic. You know, I didn't have it growing up, so. No, it's just fucking boring. What is this meatloaf you speak of? What is this? What is this? What is a casserole? Shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie is not boring. I don't know why we put raisins in meatloaf. Or that's to be a Filipino thing, but yeah, I, I freaking hate it. No, raisins. I don't, I don't do that. Yeah, white yes. people don't put raisins There's in meatloaf. There's always like a surprise raisin in there. I'm like, where did this come from? Yeah, that's not. Like in the empanadas, we have no. like a surprise raisin in there. Yeah. Oh, sometimes, oh. You, get the, sometimes you get the tamales with the raisins in them. You'll get people. Ruining to, tamales. They'll make, they'll Stop make, it. They'll make the sweet. Oh, that's like a, sweet that's a Guatemalan thing. They do like the sweeter. The sweet tamale kind of with tamales. a, with yeah, a raisin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Bye, Justine. Justine is leaving. She's offended. I would have been offended too. Raisins suck. Mm-hmm. Her chair's wearing a backpack. Yeah. You don't. You didn't like a good raisin brand, Patrick? Nope. Oh, I do like raisin brand. That's this is the weirdest I like conversation. Raisins. I don't like raisins. Ooh, craisins <laughs> are good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get a good craisin, you're happy. But a raisin, you're when just you're- disappointed. When you purposely want raisins, it's fine. But surprise raisin, I freaking hate. Right. You're not ready for that. No, like, especially what are raisins yeah. doing in here? Especially, especially baked ones or, like, heated up ones, they're not good. And you're also oh, eating hey, something. Wait, hold on. You're also eating something savory. So you don't want just, yeah. like, a surprise raisin in there. All of a sudden, it's chewy and the texture's weird. You don't want that. That's unpleasant. What did, it what did, ruins the moment. What did you say, uh, Jake? You were about to argue something. You were about to say yeah, oatmeal raisin cookies. 
Yeah, that's fine. No. But you know there's a raisin that's in the name. No, Patrick said he doesn't he doesn't like he doesn't like warm raisins. I don't. I don't. I, I think they're disgusting. Are, is something wrong with you? Are you okay? Don't talk about it. How am I supposed to respond? Turn your camera on so we can talk about it. How am I supposed to respond to you? <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> like it's just I don't understand. Uh I would like you know what? I am, you know, I've always resisted the idea of doing a Patreon, but I would do a Patreon if like the opening drive we could do would be like to send Patrick and Jake on a trip somewhere together. Like, like oh, the Patreon I would literally of- kill him. <laughs> no, I literally do like an odd couple. Like, like, send, them, send them to go get those tacos we were talking about. <laughs> we send them on a road trip. No, I'm talking about he'll be dead within a week. Like, I'm, ta- I'm talking yeah. like send them to like they have to drive the length of California and record yeah. it. Oh, like, rec- swear to God, <laughs> please, please. And, I would love nothing more. And, <laughs> and here's the kicker. Here's the mm. kicker. No separate hotel rooms. They have to share a hotel room. They have to do the yeah, no, and no bed. music. Single no bed. Music. <laughs> no music. Bed. Oh my he has god. He to talk the whole time. No, <laughs> no music. No music. No. Single bed. Uh, Patrick has to drive, so he can't just be like. He just can't be nose deep in a game or a book. So he's got to talk to me. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm already, I'm excited now. I want this to happen. This is going to be great. And then Patrick, it, it, it's basically what we just saw in Fargo. It's the same thing. You know, fucking Jake would have to stop like every 20 minutes to go to the bathroom at a restaurant to get snacks. Like the boy is just going to drive me insane. No, I wouldn't, but now I'm going to. <laughs> We're doing this. It's co- yeah, we're, we're okay. Doing it. Coming soon to a theater near you. It's the coming soon yeah, to a podcast it, near you. It'd have to it, be like a cool million for me to be able the, to do that it's trip. The Patrick and Jake road trip. It's only going to be like a hundred bucks. We can if that. Yeah, we can. Yeah, even, we can. I wouldn't even do record, it because I wouldn't see any of the money. We can record the whole set. Record the whole way there and back. Okay, uh, so Justine in the background has this. Uh, someone's doing like a like a Broadway kick. There we go. Uh, one singular sensation every little move she makes yeah there she goes here comes another baby is this is this your other sister or your sister-in-law huh is this your other sister that's my cousin she's the one that loves you oh hi cousin that loves me how are you? Says, Hi. Oh my God, this is weird. I'm going to listen to this. Yeah, you're going to hear yourself. You're going to hear yourself. So weird. She saw Jake earlier. She's like, is that Jake? She's that like, one listening looks like to the, She saw the face. With yeah, the she's, was she attracted? Tell her she's married. Remind her that she's married. Gently oh. remind her. He is handsome Dan. John's out. Damn. She wanted to see John. Oh, she didn't get to see John. Yeah. I know. Oh, that's... Oh. Poor John. That is a shame. Can you imagine coming to you finally get to see the podcast and you don't get to hear the voice behind the laugh? That's like going yeah, to yeah. Disneyland. The- yeah, that's like going to Disneyland and all semblances of Mickey Mouse have been taken down. That's that's fine. You get nothing. Just want, she just walked away. I can hear her yelling at the dogs. She's got the she got the Donald Duck. She got the Goofy and she got the Pluto, but no Mickey Mouse today. That's sad. Right. 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 Guys, I think we did something. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we had anything to do with this, but John and I were talking about Art LeBeau a week or two ago. Oh, and he died. And he passed away. 
Yeah, we're really shitty people about that. We constantly curse people. 97 years old. Uh, did anyone mention Angela Lansbury? I, I don't think. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think we talked about Murder, She Wrote at one point. Uh, I was never a Murder, uh, Murder She Wrote, guys. Did, anybody, uh, did any of your parents mm-hmm. watch that show? I think Justine watched some of it. No. I was never into it. Yeah, it was always. How many murders can take place in one town? Right, she always stayed. Apparently, in, a lot. She, like, she, a lot. She stayed. She stayed in one town, right? That's. Is that how and that works? I, I I appreciate the fact that with all these murders she's involved in, she's never suspected. Yeah, that's a good detective right there. You uh, just, you you always throw the scent onto someone else, and then they get arrested. I once read yeah. a I once read a Sherlock Holmes story that recommended by a friend, where it was Sherlock Holmes and he went after Jack the Ripper, and then halfway through the book. It turned out that it turned out that Sherlock Holmes was Jack the Ripper, and I just put the book down and never finished it because yeah, I just a, walk away, right? It was it's like a, no, fuck this shit. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> it's just bad writing. That's just sloppy writing. I was so mad. I was. She so, was the murderer the whole time. They so, wrote themselves into a corner, and they're like, "I need something exciting," and they're like, "Fuck it, he's Jack the Ripper." Yeah, Watson peeks into one of the Watson peeks in, and he sees someone getting dismembered and and the Sherlock Holmes doing the dismembering. So I was like, well, this is dumb. I'm out. What if it was was just like a fever dream and he wakes up, you know, maybe I could, I, it could have just been, he was, he was trying to, you know, he was trying to put her back together after finding the Ripper had taken her apart or something like that. Yeah. He read Humpty Dumpty one too many times and he's like, fuck it. I can do this. I will never know because I'm not putting, I'm never reading that book. I'm never finishing that book. So yeah. Uh, I, I don't expect you to. That's that sounds like a lot. Yeah. I still need to it's read okay. the Automatic Detective. I still need to read that book. It's on my shelf. I have to give it back Just to you. Take it to the bathroom with you. Make it your poop book. So whenever you go poop, that's what you read. Can I ask you guys? Can you guys read? I cannot. I can do it. I'm capable of doing it. But I do not read more than one book at a time. If I'm reading one book, that's the only book I'm reading. I can do it. I don't like to do it just because one, I read so fast, so I don't really need to, but I don't like, I like to enjoy something from start to finish. Are you flexing right now? Yeah. You you read fucking a page every six weeks, Jake. Yes. I'm flexing. If I'm lucky, I read a page every six weeks. Uh, Fucking Ridiculous. My wife just turned me on to a couple of really, really good um, uh, uh, used book sites. So what I'm going to do is for you, the listener, I am going to rate the book site. So the first book uh, site we did was uh, thriftbooks.com, used books. I ordered two books. One was an, one was an omnibus of the uh, Brian Daly Han Solo series, which were the only uh, Star Wars books I read as a kid that weren't the trilogy. Oh, uh, uh, that and Splinter of the Mind's Eye. But this was, bef- this was of course, before uh, the Thrawn trilogy. So this was like during the, when the movies were coming out. These were written, so um, they were just like the further adventures of Han Solo and Chewbacca. I think they take place. Oh, cool. I think they take place before the rebellion. But I bought That's an omnibus. I bought an omnibus of that, and it was three books, and it was like four dollars. Great shape. The book came in great shape. The spine was in perfect shape. And then there is an author who it's gonna. I should read. I should have looked this up before I dropped this on you. Um, but apparently, there was an author who has passed away uh, by the name of Fred Saberhagen. And he wrote a whole series of uh, vampire books. Um, And then this one is called 
uh, Seance for a Vampire. It's from 1994. And it is a Sherlock Holmes pastiche. It is Sherlock Holmes taking on vampires, which normally outside of, I don't, it's like, eh, eh, eh. Holmes never did supernatural stuff unless you're counting yeah. John Vaskervilles, which ended up not being supernatural. But and he did do a story called the the Sussex Vampire, but uh, I I it came uh, highly recommended, so I'm going to check it out. But again, good shape. The book is in great shape. Uh, company. I'm by, glad you're reading those first. A company by the name of Tor. Books <laughs> is a really well known Tor. Yeah. So when they, I guess they're redoing all of these lost uh, Sherlock Holmes pastiches from like the last 20 years and they're publishing them under the a series known as the further adventures of Sherlock Holmes but they are all written hmm. by different authors and at different times. Yeah. Yeah, so they're all it's, the covers are really cool looking. Yeah, so those books were like I think the, that order was like 10 bucks total. And uh the shipping you know was I think included and it was shipped within like a week and uh the books are in great shape. So so far thriftbooks.com highly recommend Goodbye. It sounds like I highly recommend. I have a bunch more coming, so I'll, as the weeks progress, I will let you know. But I'm currently reading not the automatic detective that my friend Patrick has been patiently waiting for about the last five years for me to read. It's okay. I have a digital copy. I still can read it. I have it. It's in perfect shape, man. It is not. I think I've read it since I've given it to you. As well. <laughs> I feel bad because I get so annoyed when no, I give somebody like DVDs, and I'm like. Just fucking watch them already. You've had them like two months, three months, a year. Just watch them. Just you're doing all this other stuff. I don't know why I didn't make it a priority to read, to not read that. It's okay. But it, it's it, okay. It, no, it bothers me because it would bother me if it, the shoe was on the other foot. Like, I just can't wait till you read it and you're like, eh, it was all right. Yeah, that's gonna be even worse. Then you're gonna, then you're gonna feel like John. Was like, yeah, what'd you think? Did you like it? Like, eh, not really. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was okay. I, I'm, I'm open minded. I don't, I don't need to get my hopes up. I am reading what? a. Uh, this is apparently a series that I picked up. I just picked up the first one because uh, I like the reviews on it. Uh, well, I read the Mike Croft Holmes book by uh, by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of all people. And if you if you like, uh, wait, what? Yep. Yeah, we've talked about it on the show before. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I think Jake just turns off when we're doing book talk, or yeah, we, we talk about, or I, or I mention a sports figure. He's like, nope, I'm out. Former yeah. Laker, uh, leading all-time scorer. Mm-hmm. My, my vote for probably the greatest NBA player of all time, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, wrote a book with uh, he had a, he had help he had an author helping him out, but he wrote a book on Mycroft Holmes. Pretty good, pretty good. Mm. How about that? Would recommend if you're a fan if you're a Sherlockian, you're gonna get a lot more out of it. But if you just want a nice little, uh, not really a mystery, um, a little thriller, I guess you would call it a little thriller. Mycroft Holmes, a young man. But I'm reading after that. Uh, I try to go if I read a book. I try to go in the opposite direction or try to pick up something different. I don't try to. I don't read the the same genre twice in a row. That's just something find it easier to switch gears. So I started reading a little light sci-fi, and I'm reading a book called "A Long Journey to a Small Angry Planet" uh, by Becky Chambers. She's from Northern California, and uh, that's a fun sci-fi. If you like the Firefly, kind of reminds me a lot of Firefly. Uh, oh, really? Colorful crew out in space, and they are tunneling wormholes. They're creating wormholes for interstellar travel. Um, Tunnel your wormhole. But yeah, that's what I mean. But uh, good, 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 uh, some good sci fi writing. Um, 
but also it's really about relationships. He's really writing this book about this crew and their interpersonal relationships. And the friends they made along and the way. It's what it is. It's very a very, very human book, even though it's dealing with multiple species. I really I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm about uh third of the way through, but uh, we'll let you guys probably be finished by the time we air. I'll probably be finished in a month. My problem is I check these out from the library and then I look at the time, I'm like, Oh, I have three weeks to read it, so I will take all of the three weeks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, you taking your time? You enjoying yourself? I can respect that. Picked up a new uh, new board game. We got to get these board game nights going, guys. We, I got a huge unplayed pile here. I got I got I got. We got to play Unfathomable, which is the, which is the Battlestar Galactica reskin taking place in the Cthulhu universe. Haven't we played that before? No. We got to play. Is it uh, what Darkest Depths or there's one something like that? Maybe. This is Maybe. new. This yeah. This all takes place on a cruise ship. Mm. Uh, it's kind of like the thing, hidden role. Uh, got, we got to play the rear window. I got to play the pirates game Jake gave me last year. I got to play. We got so many games up here, so many. It'll happen someday. I got to play the aliens game that Jake painted for me in incredible detail. See, uh, it's like when someone puts effort in to give you something or to do something for you. It's like it makes you not want to do. It. <laughs> No, we're not doing the road trip. Right? When someone's like, "Yeah, you should like here, let me borrow this, you read it," and you just like take it for months and months and months, like, "Yeah, I'll get to it." But I'm such a if jerk. you bought it yourself, you'd read, you'd do it right away. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah. You're, you're mm-hmm. not wrong about that. I Nicole and I have been playing a lot of two two one B Baker Street, which is an old game from the seventies. But it's uh, it's a little, it's kind of like the uh, consulting detective. You roll the bo- you roll the dice, you run around the board, and you try to solve a mystery. It's fun. It only that takes, yes. Yeah, it only takes a couple minutes. Doesn't take very long. But yeah, having a good time. Having a good time. Justine, what are you up to these days? What are you watching, Justine? How's Andor? How's 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 Bridgerton Andor, season four? I'm not watching Andor. I'm watching She-Hulk though. How is She-Hulk? How's it going over there? Your man showed up. Who's my man? Daredevil. Daredevil. Ah, Daredevil. How was he doing? How's he, what's he up to? That was good. It was a good episode. Really good episode. Good to see you. I really like her show. I think it's like, it's very light, but entertaining. Yeah. It's a good show. The Marvel Universe. Um, I watched watched a new season of Bling Empire. That was good. What's that called? Bling Empire. What is that? Rich Asians. Ah, how is it? The Kardashians, but Asian. Nice. How's that? And a lot more money. Yeah, crazy. So it's basically Kardashians? it's basically crazy rich Asians. Yes. The TV show, yes, much more money than the Kardashians. Jake, they have a lot of money. Yeah, they have a lot of money. Make you feel great about yourself. I don't. I, I feel great about yeah. myself already. I don't want to. I don't want to feel bad about the amount of money I have in my bank account. Um, and then I've just been watching um Halloween movies or trying to. Prep for it. Yeah. What, what's your uh, What's your pick? What's your go to? Uh, it's It's the fall season. You want to watch something scary? What are you watching? Mm, I don't think I have a favorite scary movie, but I did watch Battle Royale, Beetlejuice. Love it. Love it. Um, I don't know what else. I, oh, American Psycho. Love it. And 
Just like a few other, like Hocus Pocus too. How? Oh yeah, we talked about that last week. Uh, I, I always go to uh, uh, the Thing is always one of my favorite uh, scary movies, so that always. Ooh, I did. So I had one night where I started kind of going into monsters. Yeah. That was going in that route. Right. Instead of gory, I started switching it up. The uh, the original uh, Halloween is a good one. Um, that's oh. always a good one for me. Alien, Aliens. It's a great double feature there. They are they're good, but I don't really get into that mood around Halloween. I don't know why. Those for some reason. Maybe because they take place in space. Mm, I mean, I although, you know. I want to do like Ghostbusters. Uh, oh, Patrick had me watch uh, uh, the Sleeping Movie. <laughs> and, uh, Friday 13th. Oh, oh no, Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Sorry. Did you love it? Uh, we didn't finish it. You She's watch, never seen it. You watched the original? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you didn't finish it? No, she didn't. No, we didn't finish it. What happened? Got busy. I think we're making yeah. dinner after that. Okay. I fell asleep. I was tired. <laughs> I had Patrick watch um have you heard of Hubie's Halloween? No, what is that? It's like maybe two years old now. Adam Sandler. Is it good? <laughs> Made a Halloween film. I like watching it. It's not like amazing but i like watching it and then patrick watched it and he liked it too so. yeah it was fun it was maybe it, it was is a good movie dumb fun know. how many uh of his how many who's in that chris rock no uh, rob schneider uh, rob schneider is in it chris rock is not uh um, how hot is his wife in that one what what level of it's hotness? uh does what's he, her face from Julie Julie Bowen. Bowen. Oh, yeah. So, so like, hot. Yeah. So he and just, Adam Adam Sandler's in there as a hospital guy again, right, Patrick? Like a not a nurse. I don't know. Uh, yes. No. Maybe. I don't know. Justine, do you feel like right now we're taking you away from family time? Like your cousin and your sister are having a great time, and you're here. You have to do this dumb podcast. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> you feel that way? No. Okay. Good. Because uh, you are in it, superior to them in every way, and I want them to hear this. I'm going to say it right now. Uh, you are superior. Okay. When they leave, I'll be bummed. Okay. Yeah, I'm going I'm to try to stretch this out so long that they leave. <laughs> so you don't get to hang out with them. Uh, tell, them they better, tell them they know better than to show up on podcast day. Look, we're doing things. Wednesday, we block out the whole day. You never know when it's going to start. You never know when it's going to stop. No? Nothing? Okay. Uh <laughs> Does Patrick show his face around your cousin and your sister? Or does he hide his himself? Yeah, he already made an appearance. Then he went upstairs. Yeah, I was here. Patrick's smart, dude. Patrick's like, oh, I got to go podcast. Then he locks himself in his room, dude. He's, oh. Patrick, you genius. Yep, yep. My genius is showing. Yeah. Genius. Okay, wait. Ooh, so sorry. Please do not take that as a as a as a as an indicator of how I feel about any of you. Sorry, we were boring. You should. I did not get much sleep last night, but uh, I had one of those oh. nights. I had one of those nights where I fell asleep and I woke. I was like, I went into immediately fell into a deep sleep and I woke up and I looked around and I was like, I must have been asleep for hours. It must almost be morning. It was like an hour it was after. Twenty I, minutes. Yeah, it was like an hour <laughs> after I fell asleep. The worst feeling. Your body's <laughs> like you feel completely rested, right. but yes. your mind does not shut off. Right. You're just like, well, oh, I've got to. I actually was able to get back to sleep, but it really, it was funny. I was like, what in the heck? Uh, I can't sleep at night. I toss and turn, listening for the telephone. I'm not going to call you. Anybody know that song? Mm-mm. 
Sorry. Okay. If you know that song, let us know on Twitter at Soup Complex. S O U P Complex. No, he wouldn't know that one. That is not his. He wouldn't? That is not in his uh, wheelhouse. Not in his lexicon? Yes. Uh, that also is racially offensive uh, against the Irish. Um, are we ready? For what? Yeah, oh, we got board games. I know. We're just like, like, give us, like, gotta let us know what's going on. Can't just jump in. So. You guys ready? Yeah. It's time to play Justine's favorite, absolute favorite game. Oh, Brain Quest. <laughs> Brain Quest. Uh, there are only 1,500 questions of these, so this will only last a, a few months, Jesse. Um, My niece used to play this with me, and then she decided she didn't want to play with me anymore. Why? You were too good? Because <laughs> I kept getting it wrong. Wow. What level was that? I don't know. That's when she was younger. She was like, we don't have to play. And I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. Tried- I was like, I hate this game. She was tra- you know what? I'm good. We don't need to play anymore. She was trying to save your feelings. God bless her. What a She's great- like, it's okay. You can try. What a great kid. Uh, all right. Here we go. Justine, how is the K sound spelled in the word unique? How is the K sound spelled in the word unique? Q-U-E. Correct. Jake, name the river in India that is sacred to Hindus. Name the river in India that is sacred to Hindus. The Hindu? Yeah. The Hindus, um... What is the name of the river? Hindu, India, India, India. The Danube. I don't know. That's that's no. Europe. Oh, you were so close. The Ganges. The Ganges. Oh. Uh, oh man. Jake. I'm sorry, Patrick. What two countries were formerly separated by the Berlin Wall? What two countries uh, were formerly separated by the Berlin Wall? It was Germany and Russia. No. No. East Germany and West Germany. East Germany. And that's West right, because they were separate countries, and then they're not separate countries that's anymore. Right. That's Germany's why. Loop. That's you why. You also know that Germany's in Central Europe, whereas Russia is Eastern. No, fuck geography. Yeah, fuck. It's the most boring subject ever. Hey, that's what all the white people did when, when they started just moving out. Fuck geography. You're part of our country now. Play some GeoGuessr. That's I've been actually learning a lot about geography. Playing GeoGuessr. Yeah. Uh, and you knew the Ganges River. I'm real proud of you. Wow. No, they tell us they, it's all the countries. They don't tell, they don't say find the Ganges, okay? I know where my Ganges are, and that's it. I'm good. Hey. <laughs> uh, Justine. She walked away from the computer. Oh, she's back. Justine, what fungi do we eat in soup and other dishes? What fungi do we eat in soup and Mushroom. other dishes? That's Mushroom. correct. Uh, Jake, all lines have endpoints, true or false. All lines have endpoints, true or false. Yes, true. It's false. Well, you can have one end line going in one direction either way. But no, a line you'd have to have to start pointing an endpoint, right? No, nope. False. Lines can extend without end in either direction. Ooh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Patrick, which is correct? Mm-hmm. Number one, he took the news bad. Number two, 
He took the news badly. Uh, number two. Correct. The adverb uh, describes the verb. Uh, uh, Justine? Oh, she's wrangling the dogs. Justine, what, what is the common term for hypertension? What is the common term for hypertension? Hypertension. 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 I don't know. High blood pressure. High blood pressure. Jake. I didn't know that either. What are the two main languages spoken in Puerto Rico? What are the two main languages spoken in Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. Spanish, and? and English. Correct. Patrick, last question. In what country would you use a peso to buy a taco? Uh, Mexico. Correct. What are, you guys killed it today, man. Good job. I'm very proud of you. Did that sound condescending? Because it was. <laughs> like, oh. Thanks, God. Thanks a lot. You guys did a great job. Seriously, you did a good job. I'm proud of you. All right. That's real swell. It is swell, isn't it? The Philippines does too. I can use a best yeah, buy a taco. But he said, Where can I buy a taco? And you're not buying tacos in the Philippines. I'm not saying you can't, but I'm Patrick. saying you go for the tacos in Mexico. I mean, some might boys be going for the taco in Philippines. Dang. Nope. Whoa. That was a dirty joke. I'm proud of you. That was a dirty joke. What's that dog? Is, is the dog okay? And he's just mad about something. Who knows? Always. That dog's always mad about something, man. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Fargo. And we're going to do annoying accents for probably the next hour. So uh, please don't. So please, please stay tuned. I've, I've had to refrain. I've please had to hold back. We're going to really get into it. All right. We will be back after these messages. Who's that coming down the stairs? That's my brother in law. Hi, brother in law. (laughs) 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 We're back. Welcome back to the Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. We're back from break. We had a very relaxing break. Just seeing having a family reunion today. Most inconvenient time to try to run a podcast. I apologize. Justine, I did not realize you guys were all getting together. I would have said, let's wait. We'll do it at a different time. I apologize. Please apologize to your family. Are you listening? No, they all live here. There's only one person that's here. Oh, okay. Well, well, okay. Here we go. We're going to do a quick round of hot takes. Agree or disagree, Justine. Baby Shark is the most annoying song of all time. Agree or disagree. Baby Shark is the most annoying song of all time. Ooh, that's hard. 
There's a lot of other annoying songs. Right, right. Uh, you know, I, I, I was fortunate enough that my child was not born, or was not, she was born, but she was past baby shark age when it hit its prime. So I didn't have to hear it over and over. Yeah, I feel like I'm not a parent, so it's not a big deal to me. It is annoying, but I don't, I've had other songs. Because to me, the most annoying song in the world is We Built a City on Rock and Roll. It's the worst song in the world. No, the most annoying song is the world. The most annoying song in the world is probably the, that's a terrible song. It is. But the most annoying song in the world is probably a Christmas song. And it's probably Paul McCartney's Christmas song. That's probably the most annoying song in the world. Mine might be Love Shack. Oh, you hate Love Shack. Love it Shack, be, baby. It's between Love Shack and then there's this other 90s song. And it kind of has the same kind of voice. And I freaking What, what song that. is it? I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm playing it in my head. I'm waiting for the chorus because I need it. Probably by the B 52. Do you like Rock Lobster no. by the B 52s? No. You don't, so you're not a B 52s fan? No, it's not that one. I got to think. Uh, the, it's playing in my head. I'm just trying to think of who's saying it. But you don't, really but you don't like Rock Lobster. So I guess I'm okay. I don't think it's the worst song. Okay. I uh, think there are other worse songs. All right. That's, that's fair. Yeah. That's, see, that's like the most annoying song that really. And you know what? If you give into it, it's fun because you're just annoying the crap out of someone else. Right. Right. Uh, and Jake, it's not that bad of a song not, otherwise. Jake, uh, what, would you agree that Baby Shark is the most annoying song of all time? Oh, it's up there. It's definitely up there. I don't know if I just. Mm, God, I don't know. That's a hard one. I cause I mean, uh, what the bird? Oh, well, a bird, bird, bird. That one. Oh, the the, one the trash man. You're talking uh, surfing bird by the trash man. Yeah. Yeah. That one's up there for two. I don't. That is a great song though. No, is it? Yes. Is it? Yes. It is I think it's because Family Guy. It like is just is just drove me up the wall. I think you're. So, I think I just say, family. I would say no. I think Family Guy in general mm. is probably the first couple seasons were good, but then it just sort of devolved into cutaways from like ninety percent of the show. Right. Uh, but no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's the most annoying song because there's. There's too many songs out there to for it to take the spot of most annoying. Patrick, uh, no, uh, there are much worse songs out there. Uh, the song that never ends is one of them. It goes on and I on. I love my that friends. song. I love that uh, song. There, there is much worse. Agreed. What if the curse of what have you, you are they real or not? We all have a story. We all have a ghost story. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Justine looked around. She's looking around like she doesn't want her family to hear this. Like, is it someone are you, is your is the house haunted and you don't want anyone to know? I don't want that ghost to hear me. Right. No, they're not real. <laughs> um I don't know if I believe in ghosts. Uh, probably, yes. Wow. I would say yes. Uh, what evidence do you have to the uh, to support this, uh, Justine? It didn't happen to me, but it happened to my sister. Right. When my grandpa passed away, he had a voicemail on her messing, answering machine, and it played twice, and there was no one else home, and it just played twice. 
a message. So it wasn't even like someone called and left a message. It was just playing the message. Then when she went to sleep, because she heard some other sounds too, and she went to sleep, my grandpa was in her sleep, and he was like, it's okay, you're safe, you're fine. And he was just talking to her. Okay, that's terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Justine. What did the message on the phone say? I won't I won't sleep tonight. I can't remember. I just know she told me when I was little and I was like, oh my God. So anytime like a family member died, I always pray that they wouldn't visit me. I don't believe in ghosts, but I did have an experience with, with a with a cousin who passed away when I was young. He called someone called the house and they said they, they named me by name. They said, I, I need to talk to your mom. And it sounded exactly like my cousin. And I said, Who is this? And then the person on the other end said my cousin's name, who had passed away. And then, so I ran to get my Ooh. mom. So I ran to get my mom, and then when my mom answered the phone, nobody was there. Oh. But yet, I don't believe in ghosts. So, but I, I that, that to me, it was like middle of the day. I wasn't dreaming. I remember very distinctly answering the phone in my parents' bedroom. And uh, I remember, like, I got scared because I knew who it was. I knew who it was. And uh, but yeah, I still don't believe in ghosts somehow. So I don't know. Uh, there's got to be an explanation for that. An auditory hallucination in the middle of the day when you're like seven years old. That's normal, right? That's totally. There's no psychoses there. Jake, yeah. ghosts are real. Hundred percent. Yeah, you believe in ghosts? Um, I've 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 experienced a couple a couple of smaller things. Let's talk and- about it. It's getting exciting because um, it's Halloween time. I have somewhat of a logical explanation, but it was just too strange. So I used to work at a health food store and one night sleeping, I felt I felt the foot of my bed compress a little bit like someone was sitting on it. So I wake up and I see a gentleman with like dress shirt and tie and slacks sitting there just staring at me. Uh-huh. And for like a good 10 seconds, nothing happens. And then all of a sudden they disappear. And um, I used to work for a Korean family. So I asked them like, if they prayed for me or something, she's like, no, Jacob, don't be like, don't be silly. Like I, you know, I pray for everyone. So I'm like, it was her husband who passed away a while ago. She's like, so I chalked it up to her praying for me. And then him coming to visit, make sure I was okay. Terrifying. Um, and then I have my, my, my mom's side has a lot of crazy stories about, you know, um, what was it? There's one in particular there, all the cousins would all kind of hang out at, uh, my great grandma's place. And one night, um, my great grandpa went down into the cellar to look for something and for whatever you know, he was gone for a few minutes and they said when he came out, he looked, he looked absolutely terrified and he said, no one's allowed to go down there ever again. Uh, they put a cross up on the wall on that door. They locked it. And then when uh, they passed and they sold the house, they found chicken bones embedded in the floor. What? Yeah. <laughs> so there, that house always had some crazy stuff. Like they would hear things or they had a bunch of animals and the animals would like run to a certain door in the house after like my great grandpa had passed and they were barking at that door where he would sleep. It was there's like there's all kinds of stories. I'm like, my mom's not one to lie about anything. So like this is all 
solve. A little too far fetched to not hmm. believe it. Yet I don't believe in ghosts. Although I am now. Yeah, you don't believe in. Ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts yet. I'm terrified right now. Uh, Patrick, ghosts are real. I've never had any experiences. I don't have any way to back this up or found any information, unfortunately. Patrick, I would think that living, growing up, growing up where you did, you would have seen a ghost. No, just the dark is... Okay, so I had night terrors as a kid. I've seen a wholly unimaginable things uh, and horrible waking nightmares, so ghosts on top of that wouldn't surprise me, but right. I've never had an experience. Uh, when did your night terrors subse- subse- uh, sub 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 subsist? Uh, I think I was like six or seven. They just stopped by themselves? Uh, I grew out of them. Yeah, they're fucking terrifying, dude. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. if you're a parent, there's nothing worse. Yeah, you can't than, do shit. Well, yeah, and then men, and it's just hearing you're asleep, dead asleep, and then hearing your kid screaming. Yeah, I would always get them on the car ride back from, so on the weekends, every other weekend, I would go to my dad's, and we'd meet up uh, ah, there it is. halfway to my dad's house in the Bay Area mm-hmm. uh, in San Rafael, and we'd swap out. And so on my way back in my mom's car, you're driving through the country. There's no, the roads are not lit, right? So there's no street lights as you're driving. It's all just dark. You're passing by cow fields and stuff like that. Uh, and I'd be dead asleep and I'd wake up and start screaming and couldn't do shit. Wow. Yeah. Props to my mom. Yeah. Props to your mom. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah. Uh, yeah but see, the, here we go. This goes back, Patrick. That is how you're, your child, your 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 mind, your child. You were dealing with your trauma, your yep. your, your divorce trauma. That's yep. that's, that's really what it was. Uh, <laughs> gosh, man, we you are just a haunted house. Patrick. I'm a fucked up kid. What, what can I say? You Great are, parents, fucked up child. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's but it, that's but that happens. That's what's what happens. And and, and yeah. it's not your. I'm sure that's not what your parents intended. But no. uh, shout out to Patrick's mom though for doing. My mom's that. gonna listen to this and be like, "The fuck is wrong." <laughs> Patrick's mom. Uh on a scale of one to ten, how much does Patrick's mom like Justine now that she's not here, Patrick? You can oh, say uh, ten. She loves Justine. Yeah. She likes her First more day than she, she likes met me, me. She was like, I like your high cheekbones. If you guys had kids, it would be really cute. Ah! Like, yeah, my mom's that type of person. She's I was fucking like, crazy. I just met him. <laughs> yeah, but you already knew. You already knew you weren't. He wasn't going anywhere. You had you had groomed him. So. I, already, I knew him for a week, for a year already. Yeah, yeah. You would. You would you, I was like, sure, date other people and like, get that out of your system, please. <laughs> Did he do that? <laughs> Did he do that though? Did he date other people? I don't know. I didn't yeah, really know much. No, about because you told him to. He brought a girlfriend in once, but then I wasn't really paying attention. Can he date other people now? That's the most important question. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, no. That's really. He well, could date ghosts. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, now's the time for him to date other people, really. Get it out of your system, Patrick. Thanks. Yeah, I, I'll uh, allow it. I will. I, I think, but it has to be Jake. That yeah, other, what are you doing? Uh, well? I'm other, out. Other people has to be Jake. <laughs> I'm out. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you're not free Sorry, now. bud. You're not free for a little Netflix tomorrow night. Nope. Okay. Sorry. Oh, that's that's great because the next question is: physical attraction is the most important part of a relationship. <laughs> True or false? Physical attraction. What do you say? What say you, Jake? Uh, physical attraction is that the most important part of a relationship? Absolutely not. There has to be there has to be some form of chemistry. 
you know, some personality wise uh-huh. or uh, similar interests or, you know, just being able to sit and have a fucking conversation. Because uh-huh. what if you're married for 20 years and, you know, beautiful person, but they can't hold a conversation for more than five minutes. You know, that's uh, that's a deal breaker for me. Hmm. I don't believe that, but I'll, I'll accept your answer. Um, mm, I see. Okay. <laughs> not Get to it. say that it's not, it's, I mean, it's just like subconscious, even like you're going to go for people you find attractive, but you know, if they're attractive, but there's no other redeeming qualities about them, then what's the point, you know? That is true. Justine, physical attraction is the most important part of a relationship. Looks fade. What you and Patrick are still good looking, but looks fade. I'm just saying, I think not always. Do you think? Do you think? Yeah, but I'm not as pretty as I used to be. Yeah. Do you think Patrick has faded at all since you first met him when he was 18 and just walked into your store? Older, older looking. Jesus Christ! Stop. (laughs) He was 18 and fresh faced. (laughs) And you were you were thirty. I'm not. Ooh, look at that beard coming in. <laughs> oh. oh God! Oh God! Bad person to ask. Bad person to ask. <laughs> look at aging, that. Like aging like fine wine, Patrick. I see. Nope. Look at that. He's aging aging like two buck Chuck. Are you kidding me? I saw. I saw everything start to grow. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, so you can grow a beard. Oh, my God. He had a pretty clean face when I met. I don't know if he could, but I'm, I'm not sure. Do you have any photos of you from back at this time when you guys first met? Justine, do you have any yep. photos? Yeah. All right. Get some of those out before the show's over. I'd like to see mm-hmm. some of those. Yeah, I, I used to not be able to grow a beard. Uh, the, when she first met me, I could not grow a beard. Mm. Look at you now. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, these these are the these are the facts. When you met Nicole, were you able to grow a beard at that time? I'm Mexican, of course I was. <laughs> He's always had a beard. No, every actually, week I grew one every week. Actually, I cannot grow a beard. My my beards always come out scruffy and terrible. I look like a I look like a a, a side character in a Sergio Leone movie. That's how bad they are. They're like just, yeah, just patchy and scruffy. Like be like, look at uh, Jake's beard is magnificent. Mm, thank yeah. you. Cool. I I I grew it in high school, but I had the hugest fucking yeah. I had a big old circle of a bald spot underneath my chin. Why? Because that's how it grew in. I don't know genetics. Hmm. You weren't ready. I wasn't ready for the beard, but you I'm like, ready. you know what? We're doing it. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. Uh, so, Justine, you would say looks fade. I know what Patrick's going to say. Physical attraction is the most important part of a relationship, Patrick. Is that that is true, correct? Uh, it's false. Uh, you have to have an intellectual attraction to someone for a relationship to last. Uh, Justine said it correctly. Looks fade over time, and it's important that you have that emotional connection as well as an intellectual connection to the person you're with for it to be sustainable. God, you guys. I would. Yeah. Yeah. You guys it doesn't all work give him the standard answer. So you won't get in trouble. All of you just scared to just afraid to tell the truth. So I'm a little disappointed. I'm sorry. You feel that way, Mario. It's better to look good than to feel good. Just remember that guys. So, yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah. Are you kidding? 
If physical attraction was the most important of a relationship, I'd be single. What are you talking about? I'd be I'd be rolling single still. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you gotta you're gonna run out of looks. You, you do have to have someone that you can talk to later on. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here we go. Last question. Crunchy peanut butter is better than smooth peanut butter. Mm, Crunchy this peanut is butter. a hot take. <laughs> Justine? I like crunchy. Do you? Why? Just like, isn't there like the difference between jam and jelly? I like jam. <sighs> I like knowing that this is what it came from and this is what it is. You know? I don't want that like processed way, like version of it. Like I want some of that chunk. Look at Patrick. Some of that chunk. Whoa! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Did you hear that, guys? I heard it. Shots fired. Why you me fat? Shots fired. That's great, dude. <laughs> no, it's okay, Patrick. Oh, wow. Like it, you like it, Patrick. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is just fucking change the name of the episode. It's Attack Patrick episode, okay? Attack the Patrick. Oh, oh my no. god. Grow a beard then, but oh, it was no. early. Justine that was, was our first date, right? Just, that was our first date. Justine yeah. is holding up a picture of it doesn't even look like Patrick. Not no, bro, it doesn't. Telling you. Right. Oh my god. It looks like, it, it looks like a it looks like a college like a like a high school student and his tutor. Is what that yeah. looks like a picture <laughs> of. <laughs> look who I got to tutor today. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> My mother listens to this. Stop. Uh, Patrick doesn't even look the same. He looks like I can't figure out who he looks like. He looks like somebody in that picture. Yeah, here's a. Oh my god! Look yeah. at his, look at him. Yeah, that's old. That's a long time ago. Like, like Michael. He's like Michael, Sarah, and Elvis had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to feel about how today's yeah, going for me. I found it though. Justine, and you Justine, you look the same. That is trippy. You look the same. I was also I was at the age where I didn't change much anymore. <laughs> yeah, you were you were 29 in that picture. It wasn't I wasn't <laughs> that young. So you already you were already groomed. You were still grooming Patrick. <laughs> I think I was like how old was I, Patrick? Maybe 24. Well, do the math. How old am I? I don't know. I think you're 19 in that photo. Wow. Yeah. I'd like to go home, please. <laughs> you are home. <laughs> just Patrick's just getting nothing but disappointment this episode. Getting Poor shit guy. on all day today. Poor guy. Justine looks so. Yeah, I, I was hoping. I'm like, you know what? It might turn into like a Zach off Zach Efron thing. Like yeah. he got better looking. Yeah. <laughs> what if he? What well, if Patrick, Patrick gets his jaw worked on now? God, it's so sad. <laughs> Patrick, if you'd like more disappointment, come over tomorrow. <laughs> 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 there, there'll be disappointment and cuddling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be hurt anymore, guys. Okay. No, at least, at least one of them. That's why you need to hang out with Jake. He's gentle. He'll he'll treat you well. I'll take okay. care. Of it. Thank you. You take care of the money. You take care of the money, and I'll take care of everything else. Don't worry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not attractive to me. I want to be wined and dined. I don't want to pay for everything. Okay, Patrick, well, that is yeah. not true. You never, you always try to pay for everything. You never let anyone pay. For anything. I want to yeah. be wine to dine, okay? All right. Just so give someone a chance. Just see, <laughs> I'm going to ask you a very personal question. When was the last time you wined and dined, uh, Patrick? 
Like really yeah, showed him again. Like really these showed are him strong, again. These are strong clip hints. Earth to Justine. So the answers, the answers. She can't think of it. That's what she's saying. Um, why and Zion him? Yes. Yeah. Not only if I like cooked or something, but that hasn't been for a while. Maybe like a year. Okay. Show some appreciation. Why don't we work on that? Look at he's he's screaming. I don't like to cook. Screaming for attention. And do you think I'm able to pay for things? No. Why aren't you able to pay for things? Oh, here's a fresh face of. Oh my God, he's literally a kid. He's literally a kid. Where were we for that one? We make these jokes. We where were we? This is when you were together. He looks like. Yeah, I don't. I'm we're, asking where we're we were. We make this joke on the show often, but I kid you not, audience. Patrick looks like I a was little... young. Okay, 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 shit. This was Jesus. the first wedding we went to together. I can't really. Kind of uh, are you sure that's not Patrick's first communion? Look at that. Look at what he's wearing. <laughs> I've never been baptized. Like nice try. Junior prom. Yeah, I'm going to hell like, just like everybody else. He's not baptized. You're so cute. Sorry, bud. Justine, post these up to the. Uh, uh, Please don't. Post these Please up to the Soup Complex Twitter, would you? Yeah. It's on my my Instagram. You just have to go all the way back. Oh, I can't go that far back. My thumbs will no, break. Yes, too much. Yeah, it's too much. Uh, Jake, uh, crunchy peanut butter is better than smooth. True or false? You know, I don't go out of my way for crunchy peanut butter, but I do prefer it. You know, yeah, it's a constant. It's a reminder. Uh, it's it's a reminder of where it came from. You know. Yeah. See. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like the mm-hmm. little. I like the mixture of texture. So, you would know, you, you like it of a burger mood when you bit into it? <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. you just Patrick, made a yummy stuff. Patrick, talk, like this. talk some sense to these people. Uh, what's the number one way you eat peanut butter on a sandwich? Smooth. I don't want to crunch. I don't want crunch on my sandwich. Well, you and don't peanut put butter and jelly. Okay. Not even if that I'm having a sandwich a like uh, you know, a BLT, yeah, I'll throw some Fritos on there because I want some crunch in my lunch. But if I'm eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I want that to be smooth as. Butter. Yeah. It is peanut butter, butter, not peanut chunker. Right. Peanut butter. Thank you, Patrick. Patrick. That wins is a cute monsters. name. Come here, you peanut chunker. You. <laughs> Patrick wins the game today. You oh took smells. Why? Because he agrees with you. Yeah. Also, he yeah, took. That's pe- how Mario works. Don't you know this by now? <laughs> that's how you win. Also, he's taking some L's today, so we're gonna give him a dub to make him feel better. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, never mind. <laughs> He's taking some. Don't, don't even. Just never mind. Just never mind. Stop. Never mind. I'll calm down. Don't guys. Worry. Let's okay, get guys. excited. You know calm. why? You know why we're excited? It's it's time for the digital movie movie uh, movie club. Digital movie club. Digital movie club. Who's ready? I'm ready. You ready? Ready. Me. What's the movie? Can I go? Can I go? Can I go? The movie this week, Fargo. Patrick, take it away. Fargo released in 1996 on March 8th, directed by Ethan and Joel Cohen. Got an 8.1 on IMDb and 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, With a budget of $7 million gross worldwide, what? A budget of how much? $7 million. I'm gonna and also got two Academy Awards, one for Francis McDermott, 
uh, it's best actress in a leading role and uh, for writing an Academy Award. I'm going to say 108 million. 108 million. Okay. Are you 108? Justine? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, 120. Damn. Okay. Jake? I'll say f- I'll I'll split I'll split Mario's number in the middle. We'll say fifty-two. <laughs> uh, for the first time in a long time, Jake is the closest. Sixty point six million dollars. Yeah, worldwide. good job, Jake. Good job. Wow, I'm impressed. Good job. Seven million—that's pretty good. Yeah, we can make any movie in a seven million budget. Well, they made almost ten times their money back too. So yeah, that's good too. Yeah, uh, they did really well. I'm surprised it's not Fargo too. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Fargo show. They have a show. Yeah, they do have a show, which I need to start and it's watching. It's fantastic. I've heard it's great. Is it really good, Justine? Oh, yeah. Each season is like a whole new like world, its own little universe. Oh, oh that's great. I love it. The show starts following the money, right? That's where it is. It's always about the money. <laughs> no, but like the money that was buried. No. Why did I think it did? It's their own little storylines. They're great, and they have great actors in it, and they all do an accent um, until it gets to Chris Rock's season. His doesn't have an accent. Chris Rock? Yeah, he does one, and his goes really far back in time, but it's pretty good. Hmm. He's, like, dealing with the mob. Oh, interesting. I've got, like, something on my face. All right. Um I've heard that it is a good show, and that I've heard Kirsten Dunst was great in her. Oh, she's my favorite. She's married to Fat Damon, and he's in that. (laughs) Who's that? Oh, it's uh, Fat Damon. uh, Jesse Plemons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that what they call him? That's awesome. They call him Fat Damon. That's what Patrick's (laughs) called him since day one that he saw him. Patrick's (laughs) always called him that. Why you, Fat Damon? He looks just like Matt Damon, but chubbier. And an albino version of him. He's very albino <laughs> I like that kid on, uh, he was good on uh, uh, Friday Night Lights. He was good on that show. Oh, he was great in um, Black Mirror. His episode is your Star Trek episode. Oh, I'm going to have to check it out. Fat He's Damon. the lead. That's such an awful, um, such an awful. Patrick uh, says that's Patrick's thing. By the way, what, I, just found a, I just found a pin. I think it was from Woot that it's the insignia of the ship on that episode of Black Mirror. It's like their Star Trek insignia for that for that particular ship, whatever the insignia was. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. Okay, it, I don't even remember the ship that much. I'm, I remember like the planet. I'm gonna give that. They went to. I'm gonna give that uh, that pin to you, Justine, as a gift. I don't even remember what the, what the ship. I'm giving like. it to you as a gift. Oh, gracias, gracias. <laughs> Salamat, 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 Okay. Respect, right? Salamat po. But you only say it to older people. Oh, so I should just be, just be, I should just be saying Tumani Peck Peck. Tumani Peck Peck Mo. Oh, I'm not saying, oh yeah. That's where Fat Damon came from. Uh, Tumani Peck Peck Mopo? 
So like if I'm... <laughs> respectful. <laughs> respectful. <laughs> respectful. I was I'm a, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> and today we learned another word in Tagalog. <laughs> That's how Patrick used to have to say it. Uh, you're welcome. All of you are welcome. Timani Peck Peck Mopo. That's why you know. <laughs> Respect your elders, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> respectful. Uh, sorry, Justy. Uh, so far, go, eh? I wonder if, yeah. But, oh, here we go, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, man. So, who had seen this sucker? Who had seen Fargo before? I'd seen it before. I think Jake's the only one who hasn't seen Jake, it. Jake, you had never uh, seen this? I was saving oh, I, it for last. I, I mean, I, I've, I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I haven't sat down to watch the whole thing, you know. That's uh, that's Chicago? No, it's not. Yeah. You're kind of doing this. You're going to work on this. You're kind of doing this. How you doing? No, no, doing? that's that's different. Now, this is what, that's what I'm doing this right here. I don't know. No, you do. Uh, no, yeah, you do like you this, don't you bits know? And pieces. Yeah, you see me here and there. You always were a super lady. <laughs> um, talk about it. You saw the whole thing now. What did you think? Oh, yeah. I thought it was great. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah? What was your favorite part there? Oh, my favorite part there was when... Um, oh, you know. Oh, you know, when they were doing the... I really like the part where the two guys are, you know, they're in the car doing the drive. You're still doing a little and bit of Chicago there. Because yeah, you, you, know, you know what? You're doing I'm, the, you know, you're doing, you're, because you're doing the, the, the T's as D's there. And you don't uh, do it. You do there. You don't say, you don't oh, say there. there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's true, yeah. Huh? You got the Arby's oh, you're there. Right there. You're right yeah. there. Huh? Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Because of the D, the T is D's at yeah. Chicago. Like the Bears, the Bears. You Kill know. me now. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah. I'm just helping you with the accent there. Someone shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> like, not Fargo. I thought Fargo was a swell movie. Eh? I, uh, yeah, really loved that. Still the, doing uh, a lot of Chicago. I'm still hearing a lot of Chicago in there. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, I think I need to be a little bit more apologetic. You know, I need to. <laughs> I think you need to watch the story, movie eh? there a little more so you get the accent down. Yeah. Need to watch it a couple more times. But <laughs> I thought Marge was a wonderful character. Right. Such a just a such a wonderful person, fucking pregnant, like just doing like just doing her job, man. And she's a like, badass female lead. Another, it's I like just, and she's like, I'm sorry, I think you're wrong. Yeah, and she, but she's a good detective. You know, she knows she's looking at the footprints. She's uh, you know, good detective work there. You know, she's not a dummy. Um, obviously very capable. Yeah, and uh, you know. But she's very matter of fact about it. She's not showy in any way, you know. No, I I mean just yeah, just a real great, just a real great police officer, a real great detective. Mm-hmm. Just getting it done. Um, but yeah, very a very interesting story, and in the fact that it actually happened is mind blowing. But uh, Jerry Lundergaard, like trying to get money by. You know, kidnapping his wife is just like it's just a crazy story. So I'm not surprised that they had turned this into a movie, but yeah, just a just a good time. You know, real pleasant, real pleasant to listen to. Real pleasant to the ears. You know, hearing that like North Dakota accent. That's I need to watch this movie five more times to get. But you know, yeah. Uh, you are gonna watch it again. Just uh goes just tits up very quickly. Or multiple times, 
And God, that scene at the end with the with the wood chipper, Jesus. Uh, by the way, I so just so you know, this was actually not based on real events. It's uh, no, yeah, they just say it is. They just said they just it. Say. They just said it was. So why because, would they lie? Because the Cohen brothers said that if you make it based on true events. People will accept things they wouldn't normally accept if you were just making a regular movie. Oh, yeah. They, this movie is fucking ridiculous, and you buy into every <laughs> second of it that it actually happened. Mm-hmm. I guess Especially, I didn't know that for the first few times I saw it either. I found out later yeah. that it wasn't based on a true story. I, but you know, I mean, this wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me that someone would try to get money from family by having. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that, that has happened. Yeah. I'm sure that, oh, yeah, that part of it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that part has happened. Justine has to move the chair because her, the sun is in. She's getting some mm-hmm. bright sunlight. It, she does look lovely in the sunlight, though. Not gonna Golden look. hour. Yeah. Squinting. You look. You look like somebody in a Clint Eastwood movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Justine, Justine <laughs> looks real lovely with that this time and this time of day. Uh, who was your favorite mm-hmm. character there? Uh, so you would say Marge there. Oh, a hundred percent Marge. Yeah. If I if I weren't to pick Marge, I would probably do the. Um, what was the guy? There was one of the other police officers who was trying to find um, Carl, the Steve Buscemi's character. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, yeah. He was asking, you know, if he's someone there to have a good time. <laughs> are you talking that whole conversation? Uh, I, are you talking about the old man that Mr. Yeah. Mora? Yeah. Mr. Mora is my favorite guy in the whole movie. So I'm tending bar there in Eklund and Swindles. The guy comes in. He says, geez, I'm going crazy out at the lake. Mm hmm. That's. <laughs> If I weren't to pick Marge, that would definitely be my And I said, where can I get some action? I said, what kind of action? Not that kind of place. Oh, so I'm a jerk for asking. Only he don't say jerk. That's my favorite guy. Yeah, me too. So I called it in. That's my favorite scene. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. The wife said I should call uh, it in. it's like so crazy. It's a great scene. It just seems so normal. Like he's just telling it's the so story. Gen- like, I'm just it's telling you a genuine the story. story. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's been so absurd. It just seemed like a real like, guy he was talking to. Like all of a yeah. sudden, they just drop in on a documentary somehow. <laughs> I think I like I like all the scenes where they're just talking because it's just so like yeah, and then blah 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 yeah yeah we went to high school together right and, yeah with them like were there interviews? <laughs> she's like two, yeah, go, yeah. <laughs> I went to I went to big what is it Bear Lake High School go Bears. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really, they really capture like the small town feel where everyone knows everybody's business and like yeah, it was good. Yeah, I love it. Uh, but like, but like in like a real like nice, you know, accommodating sort of way. Not like a, all of them listen like, like all the drama. They're like, oh yeah, you heard so and so. Yeah, you just moved in down, just moved a you know a couple you know a couple blocks down. It's like, oh yeah, sure. You know, so I called sure it, in. and the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you? Were you? So, <laughs> this has one of like the. So to, 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 to me, this movie has some of the best cinematography in any of the movies that we've watched. That opening mm-hmm. scene where it's just all white and you see the car come out. And oh, then, with well, that, that with the, score, with the music, yeah. Every right. time I watch it, it makes me think of um, it's a great western. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia. A little bit, yeah. You're both you're both right. You're both right. Then Carter Burwell does all the music for the Coen Brothers. It's fantastic. I also like the scene where uh, you're looking down on the parking lot as he's leaving. And it's yeah. all these geometric shapes, you know. There's like the the shapes of the planters, it's like that are really all... no like um, car driven thing, right? It's just clean snow, right, right, right. And then he doesn't park right, <laughs> right, yeah. And then there's another one. There's another scene that I always think of. I can't think of it right now. There's always another one where I'm like, oh my god, that's such a beautifully shot 
uh, scene. And just the way some of the, um, just the way he films the faces too. Everything's like in a medium close up. Like when he's having mm-hmm. the conversation with, the, when she's having the conversation with a guy that called her up from high school and he's telling her how his wife died and that whole thing. And yeah. uh, there's all that awkward. That's funny because that scene, normally I'm not a fan of scenes that don't advance the plot. And that really doesn't advance the plot at all, but it gives you a little insight into like her it shows life. shows how nice she is to them. Right, right. Even when she finds how devoted she is, yeah. Even when she finds out that this guy was lying to her, she's still not that like. But I want to ask you guys this: Do you think why did she go meet that guy? Was it because she was nice, or because do you think she was? I this never struck me before I watched it this time around. Do you think she was going to cheat on her poor dopey uh, uh, oil painting husband? No, no. no, because in the beginning, and he's making her breakfast. Is like you have to have breakfast, and she just had that little smile of like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> this movie is about the ultimate politeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, fine. that's very... what that is. That's that's her being polite, right? Very... Someone calls you out of the blue. If you live in the Midwest, someone calls you out of the blue and asks you how your day is going. You don't get exasperated and be you know upset that you're on the phone. You sit and have a twenty minute conversation. Right, right, right. Because you're bored of shit and there ain't nothing else going right. on. Yeah, she yeah, was being. Yes, yeah, you're right. She was yeah, being she's nice. Being right. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask you. Uh, also, you're right about that. But that that's the scene you just gave it to me, Justine. I love the cinematography of the scene where she gets up to go to breakfast, and the screen is split naturally. They they just mm-hmm. use the yeah. They they just use the 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 geography of the house. So you see the see the husband still eating breakfast. You see her get in her car and you see her pop back out. I always yeah. like that. I always like that you. Could, it's kind of like Rear Window, where you can see multiple things happening at once. I always like that the, the idea that the camera is kind of an observer of 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 everybody's life that's going on. Um, yeah, I'm glad it's you. Oddly, oh, go ahead, Jake. I'm, it's an oddly oh, what? It's an oddly pleasant movie for this for right for how the plot goes down. For, it's just very pleasant to listen to, to look at. Right. But then we're talking about you know kidnap and you know multiple you know <laughs> multiple homicides. It's just very, yeah, right. Very, the way the way they shoot odd movie. The way they shoot everything yeah. is it's dead of winter in um it's dead of winter in Minnesota. Obviously horrendous circumstances, but somehow it's like anything involving Marge, like you know her house and everything. It's cozy and cheerful, and you know kind of like. Uh, you know, it's not cheerful, but but I mean, it just seems cozy. Like she, her, and her husband have like this life together, and yeah. uh, and um, even uh, Jerry Lundergaard's house doesn't seem like bad. Like you just, you know, obviously he's got himself into some financial trouble, mm-hmm. uh, but um, it's not like their house is like super impressive. Very good set design, though. Bless you. That does look like a house right out of the eighties. Uh, the Lundergaard's house that, mm-hmm. looks like, that does look like it's right out of the nineteen eighties. Um, Justine, do you how where do you rank this in all your Cohen Brothers uh movies that you've seen? Oh, uh, this is in my top ten movies. All time? Of all time. All mm-hmm. time, yeah. When did you first see it? Um, sometime in middle school. I think it was my first favorite adult film. Because like I love like you know, like I love like Ghostbusters and uh, all those other little movies. Right. Um what's it called? Back to the Future and stuff. Right. But then this movie changed everything for me. This is like, I like, then I like this. Yeah. And then I liked Reservoir Dogs right after this. This is like, I can watch serious movies now. I'm at an age now where I can yeah. get well, the plot. Yeah, because it was gory. And right. I was like, whoa. 
I love this. <laughs> right. You can get the plot and you understand this, what's going yeah. on in the story, but also you enjoy everything else about the movie. Yeah, yeah that is well, a kind this of a... movie just, just surprised me like the whole time. I was just surprised. Like there wasn't anything predictable at right. all. Who was your favorite character? Um, I liked uh, Steve Buscemi's character. Right, hilarious. This is funny to yeah. watch. Yeah, uh, and you just getting annoyed with the guy being quiet. I love that. When do you think that? I'll be quiet. You'll see how you like it. You can be quiet this whole trip. Total. <laughs> you watch. Total silence. <laughs> <laughs> From here on out, he's just funny looking guy. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Just funny looking. <laughs> funny. Oh, just in like a general sort of way. <laughs> funny um, yeah. I mean, the whole reason I like the movies, like the acting is great. All of it. The acting is great in this whole film. Right. From everyone. Everybody. Uh, what's his name? C- Macy. Oh, William H Macy. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. I like the fits of rage, like when he's scraping the ice. Yeah. And he throws, it's hard to like him as a character, but he does a great job. Oh, but he has one of the best endings in the movie. Right. Yeah. yeah just screaming in his underwear. Yep. Getting dragged out by his underwear. Um, Justine, who, let me ask you this. Do you have a favorite scene? I think everybody has. Well, you said that it's Mr. Mora. Yeah. It's when the guys are talking to each other. Yeah, man, that's my, that's, favorite my brother and I would watch that scene over and over. My brother loved that guy too. And it was just funny. When, Cause it was just like, yeah, they're telling a story. It's going forward, but the way that they're talking is just great. And the camera is just like, it's a one. They just plant the camera. Like you get the same shot. You get like, like this could have been a body shot off of a camera, like a body cam <laughs> off of a, off of another police. I uh, like that scene. My other scene is um, like my before that scene. My favorite was always when he's um, with the what is that with the wood chipper? That's my favorite oh, scene. God, yeah. Because I never, I was like, what the? What is this movie turning into? Like right. I love that scene. It's my favorite. I love that she has to point at the badge to like let him, like you have police. Um, and then she shoots him. Yeah, it's great. It's such a great. And then she's just giving him this like mom lecture on the way, <laughs> on the way to the police station. Like all for a little bit of money. Yeah, I disappointed in him. I just don't understand it. And it's such a beautiful day. Like she's just she can't. She has the most brutal job in the world, and she's just, like it's she's such a good person that she still believes. Well, like, and then they show her come home to her husband. She's like, oh, you gotta see him. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. she's like saying. Good job to you. I cannot. I <laughs> always say. I always say to myself whenever I'm getting stamps. I always say, "You need the three cent." I always say that. I always say, <laughs> "Well, you need the three cent." Uh, but yeah, but I love her. Ca- I love that, no, all the brutality she sees in her job, and probably doesn't get a lot of homicides in Brainerd. But it, she no. does not seem taken aback by it. She seems like mm-hmm. she's you know. No, um, she's still going to eat her breakfast. Right. She's still going to go home with her husband but she still yeah. sees the good in people she still can't believe that somebody would do that after all yeah. she's seen in her line of work she's still like why would you do this she still wants yeah. to believe that's what, the best that's in people. why at the very end it made me really want to watch burn after reading because i'm like that's exactly the same so i'm gonna watch this film okay. right and you're gonna see uh you're gonna see your boys uh your your brad, brad pitt and brad, george Clooney. brad pitt do his thing on the bike <laughs> mm-hmm. on, the, yeah. on the on the elliptical yeah, and the Steve Buscemi in that film is uh, John Malkovich. Oh, nice. Nice. Because he has the temper. <laughs> nice, yeah. 
Mr. Lundergaard there. Uh, we're going to need those uh, VIN numbers. I can't read the VIN numbers off the plate there. Uh, Patrick, talk about it. Where does this, this is where does this one fall? of those movies where you dream of getting your first viewing back. Oh, of being suspended in that beautiful disbelief of holy shit, what the fuck is happening? Right. Uh, it's it's such a strange combination from the setting being probably the, the nicest people in the world being confronted by the darkest things ever happening. It's such a black comedy. Right. Uh, in the truest sense. And it's done so well, visually, uh, sound wise, casting, all of it is perfect. Right. No one seems out of place. No one doesn't do a good job. Every person who is a supporting cast or actor does a wonderful job. And you buy it and you believe it and you're engrossed the entire time. It is a perfect 94 minutes long. Right. We were just talking about this. <laughs> yeah. Hey. It is, uh, and none of that time is wasted. Uh, those extra four minutes, well worth it. And you, you, um, this is truly a movie I, that we talk about. This, this is a movie that takes you to a. It's it's not a science fiction movie, but it takes you to a completely different place. You go yeah, on a journey. You definitely go on a journey to a place you've never been with these people. And it, it's it's. You know, often people are like, you should watch a movie and, you know, they're like, okay, yeah, I'll watch it. And then it turns out to be crap. This is one of those few movies that someone tells you, hey, you should check this out where it is. Uh, it's a it's a life changing movie in, in a sense that it helps shape a lot of your styles and stuff like that. Um, right. It's it's great. I, I love watching this every time I watch it at least once a year. Um usually closer to winter time. Uh, but, uh, I have fun every single time. Uh, the accent work in this film is fantastic. Francis McDormand is a powerhouse in this movie. Uh, and you have some of the best villains across the board. Yes. Uh, what a great duo. Steve, Steve Buscemi and Peter Stormare. Uh, yeah. Great. Oh, he's the best. Great. Great. He's actually kept Steve. screaming. Yeah, Steve Buscemi is fantastic in this. Like, this is he 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 plays a lot of like uh, ancillary and kind of side characters, and this is where he actually gets to be a pretty main villain, and he shines through and through in this. Right. Uh, I like to say "Whoa, Daddy!" when everything weird happens. Yeah, I sit there and go "Whoa, Daddy!" (laughs) Whoa, Daddy! That car scene, like uh, it, it. this movie is able to take like such hard turns that it's, it's, you're never kind of uh, expecting anything to happen. Right. When they, um, that car scene where they're just talking in the car to the police officer and he ends up pulling him out of the car, shooting him. uh, And then Steve Buscemi just takes that moment and kind of lightens the mood. And then you get, Peter Stormeyer just chasing that car down, hunting them down. Like it's, it goes from hilarious to terrifying in a matter of seconds. As, as soon as you see the look on the guy's face as he's driving oh, by, yeah. you just oh, know. As you soon just, as like, he that shoots fucking the girl, dead. as soon as yeah. he shoots the girl, you're like, oh, he doesn't even care. Right. Uh, and that is such a that is such a horrible scene because that could be any of us just driving down the road one night and you see something that you don't, you know, you, that you're not supposed to see, and the next thing you know, you're running for your life. Yeah, um, that's why this movie goes from it's like a pendulum that just swings back and forth. The Coen Brothers can do that, and they're, they're some of the few directors who can really put you in that. And it uh, works. And like, it there's really, nothing it, that bothers you. It really works. The first time I saw this movie, uh, I'm not going to lie, 
a lot of the humor went over my head because I was so enthralled in what was going on. And they, like these two guys, like they were kind of funny, but the, the, like, mm-hmm. the whole thing going on with the two, with the two killers and everything, they were, it was so brutal that I really wasn't yeah. thinking of it as a comedy. Um, and the one thing that broke me was when the grandpa got shot and was like, Oh geez. Like that really kind of, <laughs> that really kind of snapped me out of it to like, okay, you know, uh, you need to, but but it works as a thriller. Like if you didn't tell somebody, "Hey, this is a comedy," or "This is a really black comedy," um, you know, and they, you know, people can watch it as a thriller, and it works. You just think, well, that's, yeah. the way, that's the way these guys talk, you know. But if you're looking for certain things, and then you you, you know watch, it, upon repeated viewings, it just got funnier and funnier to me. And this movie has so many great scenes. Like it, it's hard to pick from. The first time you see Lundegaard in the office talking about the car sale. Done this there, but uh, he said he'd knock $100 off that true coat. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, all the way to when he's in the interview with Francis McDermott and he runs and then she's like, oh shit. And she panics and she's like, he's running from the interview. <laughs> she's so looking around. Ridiculous. He's running running the interview. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I... I, I enjoy this movie every single time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then you get to have any of you guys watched the show? No, I want to no. watch it. No. Uh, been... The first season is really kind of true to the movie. And then they start to do different things. And it's really good because after the first season, the second one is no, the first season is that guy from the Hobbit. What's his name? Martin. Oh, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. And then the second one follows um, Ewan McGregor. And he's playing a twin. And this is where he meets his wife that he has right now. His current wife um, from Pilgrim, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, okay. Mm. He's oh, married, married to the girl with the hair. I forgot her name. Oh, they're married? They're married. Yeah, they have a kid. And they met on, they um, met on Fargo. They met on Fargo. And then the next season is with Kristen Dunst, and she married that guy. The best season. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Um, but yeah, they follow. And after Kristen Dunst was Chris Rock, I don't know who they announced who the next one is, but they have great actors in it. Yeah, it's I want to see it. Acting. It looks great, and I've always, I've always, I just never sit down to watch it. It's one of those things where it's on my list. I just, it's like the Automatic Detective by Patrick. I've many good people have recommended it to me, and I just haven't watched, it, but I need to. It's um, good, and then when you see the actors go for it with the accent, it's great. Except for Chris Rock, his season is completely different. You told me, yeah, because they go back in time, and it looked like yeah. it was like a '40s gangster thing, which intrigued yeah, me. Yeah, like a gangster. It thing. really intrigued. It's me. really good. I wanted to watch yeah. it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, um, this is a movie that for me, like this is like this is what the Coen Brothers when they're firing on all cylinders. This is what the Coen Brothers can do, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, this is almost a, this is you know pretty much a perfect movie as well. There's very few of them, but to me, this would be one of them. Um, just the writing, everything, like like you said, Patrick. Everyone's acting, everyone's doing a great job, um, and they pack a lot into 94 minutes, dude. It doesn't even seem like when you sit oh. down, when you sit down, when you're done That's after cool. this movie, the credits roll. You feel like you went on a journey. You're like, wow, I really. Went on a on a on a ride, uh, you know, the ups and downs, a roller coaster of emotions, um, you know, and uh, and 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 just like honestly funny, like laugh out loud at at, at certain times. Just but ta- 
But did you feel stress? I always felt stressed watching Jerry. Like I was, it was just the most. Stressed. Oh yeah, but I think yeah, that, you're supposed to. You're yeah, supposed to feel yeah, that panic but, he's going through, right? And that, but that's all credit to William H Macy, man, because he's really. Oh yeah, he's great. He's a great he's actor, great. and um, I love when he has to take those moments and like breathe to himself and just like kind of go, okay, now you know, and then kind of like it's like my wife, my wife. Uh, no. Oh right. Jean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene. The other thing I like is when Frances McDormand will just kind of stare off at you at whoever she's staring at, which she'll just kind of like say something and then just like stare. <laughs> He's got like that wide-eyed stare. She does it to Mikey on a show. She would make a, a good like a neighborhood neighborhood like watch a, lady. Ma- yeah, like a watch. <laughs> uh yeah. Good great, great movie. Uh I it's hard to it, this movie's almost so good that you it's hard to talk about because all we're going to keep saying is how awesome everything is and just gets repetitive. But yeah, if you've never seen this, my God, it watch it. Um, and uh, we spoil a lot of it for you, but put geez, it's oh, geez. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. my, old, my only complaint is what? that it's just like four minutes too long. <laughs> <laughs> it would literally be the perfect movie. You know what's funny? I meant to watch it. Longer. I meant to watch it last night. And when I got up this morning, I had some things to do and I sat down and then we pushed the, we push it back 30 minutes, so I got to. I was gonna like skip a minute or two here and there, but you know, scenes that I was and uh, I ended up being able to watch the whole thing with like 10 minutes to spare. So I'm glad we kind of pushed it back, but it was also, I'm glad because you have to watch it unfold. That really is the way the movie is built, it's built to unfold in a certain way. And like you said, Patrick, there are a few movies in my life where I was like, I remember exact, I remember watching this movie. I remember we didn't see it in the theater, I remember we rented it. It was highly recommended, and I remember watching it going, my God, this is such a dark movie. Like, this is such a dark movie, and just, I loved it, but I, you know, it didn't yeah. strike me as funny the first time I watched it, because I wasn't in that mindset. And then the second well, time- Well, it's almost, it's almost like different movies all at once, right? Like, it's an everyday life for her. Mm-hmm. It's a horror film for the wife. Um it's a whole scheme for the husband. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. It's, it's all different movies in one. Right. I think this was a, my, it's very calm for her. Yeah. yeah. I think this was my first black comedy. Okay. That I really like fell in love with. Right. Yeah. Well, it's done so well. Yeah. It's done really, really well. Um, and, you know, you can't complain when you listen to Jose Feliciano. Right. <laughs> you got no complaints when it's Jose. Oh, that's another scene. Are you, are you there? Oh, yeah. I'm hearing bells. You almost there? Are you there? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then he throws the racial slur at at Shep Proudfoot, and that's when he really starts to take a beating. <laughs> Eats the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how she also she's like uh she goes in there and she's not afraid to like uh in, not intimidate but she's also she's not afraid to like uh manipulate uh Shep into giving her what she wants because it's like oh you don't want to go back to you don't want to go back to prison do ya like yeah, you don't want to do an accessory for murder <laughs> like in the nicest way possible just totally like she's like I know everything about you yeah man good detective work there uh yeah gosh I, I can we can talk we can literally talk about this movie all day and talk about how great it is and our favorite moments and the small stuff and then nobody gets away. You know, there's all those things that this has a lot of elements of like some of my favorite movies that we watch in the past, kind of like 
Um, if you think about the ending of Treasure of the Sierra Madre and what ends up happening to the gold, it kind of reminds you of what ends up happening to the money here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's got uh, there's a lot of elements of a lot of other movies that we've watched here. You know, you've got like a like it's not a heist, but it's like a, you know like a you know it's gone a kidnapping gone wrong. You know, I feel like there's elements of like taking a Pelham one two three a little bit where you've got like these people that obviously don't like each other but they're working toward this goal to get so I, I, I love it and on a lot of different levels I love this movie you just reminded me I love when she's like running off and Steve's like he's like just let her just let her run oh yeah, yeah. he's go. like wait a minute yeah <laughs> she's like running around like a chicken and you feel so bad for laughing at her but you're also like it's hilarious it's also <laughs> hilarious like- She's underrated. She's fantastic. Yeah, that, and when she falls down the stairs, which is like <laughs> she's running with the shower curtain. Um, you know, she's so she's too much. <laughs> the ridiculously slow window crank. It's like break the window. You know, do something. Scream, <laughs> yeah. yell, like do something. You know, you just wanted to do anything than what she's doing, other than what what she's doing. Uh, what if we is that Jake Gyllenhaal is the son or does he just look like a young Jake? No, it's not Jake Gyllenhaal. That's uh, his name's Tony Denman. He looks familiar. Have we seen him in uh, Jake? He actually looks like the little kid from Elf. Yeah, he does. That's also who he reminds me of. Yeah, well, hasn't really been in anything besides this. Uh, a couple of National Lampoons movie called Poor White Trash for the Love of Jesse Transylvania. For the love of Jesse, which is of course a story about uh, Jesse Plemons. That's about uh, that's, that's the, the that's the Chris, Kirsten Dunst uh, Jesse Plemons love story. <laughs> For the love of Jesse, yeah. Yeah, uh, he hasn't he hasn't done much. Jake, if you could be any, if you could embody any character in this movie, who would you want to be? I want I want to be the guy who's telling the story. He's like, yeah, I was working behind the bar, <laughs> and, uh, Mr. Mora. Yeah, Mr. Mora. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Mr. Mora. Oh, he said it's closer to Moose Lake, so I made that assumption. <laughs> I love it. I love my brother and I would just watch that scene over and over and just laugh. Just it's such a nothing scene, but it's so well done, and that's why that's the genius of the co- like a great movie just does that. It looks like it elevates. Even when they show them with the girls in the hotel room, because you're like, oh, great. It's just going to be this whole scene. And then it just stops and they're watching. Johnny Carson. Yeah. (laughs) And that puts you in a, that puts you in a, in a specific mindset too. Like me as a kid, I'm like, I know exactly what time of night it is. Like it is. All the commercials are all commercials on. Like I know exactly. (laughs) The news just ended. Now you're watching Johnny Carson. Like, Yeah. yeah, It's so crazy how that just puts you in a very specific moment in time. Um, and uh, yeah, the Coen brothers have such a good eye uh, for you know. There's nothing going on in the scenery, and it's beautiful. It's a beautifully shot movie. It's this stark yeah. white, you know, and even the scene like with the with, you know with, with the cop and you know that whole the that whole scene, the way everybody's lit, and then the when he's driving, and you just see you see the taillights disappear, and uh, yeah, I think that's the same. I think that's Roger Deakins was the cinematographer on that. Let's see. I'll find out. I can tell you. I have it up. Yeah. Look, look, look who, uh, find uh, out. yeah. Roger Deacon. Yeah, man. Gosh. Just look, guy knows how to shoot. Guy knows how to, that's his thing. Man. Yeah. It's, it's a beautifully shot movie. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's rank this sucker. Uh, who's that? Justine. Is that, uh, that's her dad. YouTube. <gasps> he didn't even get him over here. What are you talking about? YouTube? Oh, he would never, <laughs> he'd be like, what, what, what's this? 
Will he sing uh, karaoke for us? Please. I always think of that. I, I sang it the other day. My way. <laughs> and now, I walked in the room <laughs> and I started singing like the that. End uh, the end is near. The end is near. Final curtain call. <laughs> and now the end is near. Uh, all right, let's rank Fargo. Jake, talk about it. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Justine. 10 out of 10. Patrick? It is a perfect movie. I hate to do this, guys. I hate to do this. Wow. But I'm going to give it a 10 because oh, uh, I'm going to bow to pressure. No, watching it again, I thought I was on the I was on the fence and watching it again, not having seen it in a while. It's so good still. It's so good. I, it was so good. And I was like, this, God dang, this is a perfect movie. And what we talked about after our conversation last week about, you know, Movie lengths. Lengths. It just reiterates the point, right? It's a, it is technically a comedy. All right. So the last time we agreed on a movie, it doesn't matter the score, was Uncle Buck. And that was a seven all around. Uh, J- uh, John was going to ask me what what uh, you he ranked something, and I forgot to tell you. Well, I forgot it what is. he said. Good thing I, you I have access to it. I forgot what he said. I do. John, John goes, is there a way... That we can look up the scores. I'm like, yes, but Justine told me like 20 times, and I always forget, and I don't want to ask again because I don't want her to get mad at me. Look at her nostrils flaring. Oh my god. She literally sends the link all the time, and she's like, "You fucking kidding me?" I know. Look at her face. You're I so, have it saved on my you're phone so, because you're so I beautiful when you're angry. Too. No matter, no, no wonder Patrick's been with you so long. About that, for a backhanded compliment. Wow. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap it up because Justine has to go say hi to her family. And uh, we had a great show today. I love this. The today's show was great. Uh, Patrick just sent me the link. Um, I just saw it. Thank the you, next movie I see is Mission Impossible. But I don't know if that's It right. is Mission Impossible. We're going to be talking about Mission Impossible next week. Uh, I think we're going to do the I think Halloween. Halloween falls uh, pretty. We fall, we, we fall mm. the week of Halloween. Uh, we got another week until we would really do Halloween because otherwise we're going to do it after. We either do the 26th for Halloween or it would be the second. Right. Okay, so we'll 26th, we're going to do a Halloween. Do- or maybe we'll do one next week and one after. We'll see. I'll see what kind of mood I'm in. I'll see what kind of mood I'm in. Uh, but yeah, next week, Mission Impossible, the original uh, kicks off the trilogy directed by Brian De Palma. Kicks off the, not trilogy, the series. Um, yeah, we're going to start Mission Tom Cruise, man. We're entering the age of Tom Cruise, which is great news for Jake. I know that's is true. it? I don't know. Is that true? All right. I, I mean, I like him. He's a good actor. I right. like him. Enjoy it. All right. So next week, Mission Impossible. Uh, go Dodgers. We won last night, Justine. Game one of the uh, division series. So we will. Uh, there you go. Pump Best it up. Best of luck to you guys. Pump it up. Oh, don't say it like that. Wow. No, why? Best of luck. I believe it. Did you see what happened to Seattle last night? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I believe in you guys. All right. Hey, if my team's not winning, I will absolutely support you guys to make sure you're oh happy. Oh, my God. Don't bring your bad juju. All right. Also, we won't be here next week. So, yeah. What do you mean you won't be here next week? We'll be I mean, Disneyland. we can. We're just going to record from Disneyland. Oh, yeah. I can record from Disneyland. Let me do that. I'll bring my headset. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll just do that. We'll yeah. do it on Space Mountain. I will be prepared. Seems mute as we're riding the rides. Yeah. Uh, I should get a battery pack for that. Actually, it's a good idea. We'll be muted a lot. 
I'm gonna go buy it on Prime Day right now. I want you guys to I want you guys to do a live where we're gonna tap in, we're gonna call you guys during the podcast. And we want you to do a live uh, r- update from Disneyland. Tell us what's going on. Okay. All right. We'll do. Okay. All right. So okay. we will see you then. For Patrick, for Jake, for Justine, I will say this transition is now. Fight the power. Get well soon, John. Don't you know? 